Hey guys, Ash Balls here. I want to talk to you guys about being critical in spirituality. This could technically work with religious beliefs or everyday life, but I'm speaking spiritually here. I believe in being open, thinking outside the box, in the possibility of anything being possible. I really truly do. I don't believe that we should limit ourselves to the possibility of anything. I do believe, though, that we should be critical of what we choose to have be a part of our belief systems when it comes to our spirituality. You can believe in the possibility of it, but I believe that you should be critical in actually embracing it as part of your system of belief when it comes to that. I do think that you should get a, give everything an opportunity. You should, if you hear something, research it for yourself. See if it resonates with you, with your experiences. And I don't mean experiences that have to be proven through science or something that you can tangibly hold and show to someone else. If it's something you've experienced yourself, that gives belief in it. Because I believe in things that I know other people I love and care about and respect haven't believed in or haven't experienced for themselves. So I understand why it's not something that resonates for them. And that gains me respect for them because they're being critical of it. In the sense that they respect me for my beliefs, but they just haven't experienced it themselves. I find that too many people in the spiritual community believe everything they're told that because someone has astral traveled that they're going to astral travel or because they had a dream of flying that now they're astral traveling to the different realms you had a dream and it doesn't mean that you didn't but it doesn't mean that you did either I think people need to be more critical and more more mindful of what it is that they're putting their heart and giving their all to. I believe that it's a bit naive to just believe something because someone told you. And I believe you should give someone the benefit of the doubt and be open to the possibility of it, but not to give wholeheartedly without having experienced that for yourself. Something that you've done or felt or experienced that just resonated in your heart and soul, not somebody else's. Not saying those things don't exist, but like in the case of the person that I was speaking of, you know, if they haven't experienced it themselves, then I would appreciate them more to be more critical of it and not just take it a blind faith. I believe that this works in all areas of our lives. If you feel something strongly and you know it, we all know in the spiritual community that knowing. Don't tell someone that they didn't experience it because they have. It's their experience. But it doesn't mean that you have to take it on as an experience for yourself. Like angels, for instance. I don't personally believe that archangels are going to come down and give us protection or give us signs or save us. Now, I'm not saying there isn't angels on this earth, and I'm not doubting the experiences either that my friends have had, because I have many friends 
who believe that they have had experiences with angels. And I truly respect and believe the stories they've had. Why? When the two sort of contrast each other, I don't know. But the people whom I believe I can see in their heart that they truly felt it. I believe their experiences to have been what they perceived them to have been. And just like mine, when I've put a name to it, I've truly believed that that whatever example has happened to me, they believe that in this example it was angels. And I, I, I trust them on that. I do. And I wholeheartedly respect it. But then I've also not been raised in in a life that allows for angels and I've been the type to read where I know that archangels don't have anything to do with humans per se so I find it hard for my mind personally out of respect for them but respect for my own beliefs to feel as though you know an archangel isn't going to come down and cut my my spiritual cords for me. I would rather feel that one that resonates with me would be more likely to do that. Like, say, a Norse god or goddess, since that's more my belief. And I don't personally believe that they're gods or goddesses in the sense of, like, an ethereal being above all. Because there's too many gods and goddesses and too many contradictions in every religious belief system for that to be possible. But I do believe that whether it's because we've built these archetypes up as spirits and they're just regular people and they are now gone from ancestral loved people in their land that were revered as a godlike status... Or maybe they were literally something we made up on our own and they've been built almost like um, almost like a creature we've created out of nothing, sort of in the quantum physics type of realm where we literally created this being out of love and adoration for what we've made them to be. Regardless, I don't judge people for their beliefs, no matter how much I disagree with it. I do disagree with people telling other people that this is the way it is. There, There is this, there is that. It's like for me, there is certain things and there isn't certain things. But I do not believe in enforcing those on other people. I really don't care if people don't believe what I do because I believe what I do based off of my perception, based off of how I've been raised, based off of my research, based off of my experiences, and I expect everybody to do the same, which is why I think to a degree, unless you are sheep, literal sheep in a religious organization, as a literalist, I mean, I find that we all have a little variant of of different beliefs when it comes to what we have. We all believe something a little different, and I think that it's based off those things. We are all raised in different households, some with different beliefs, some with none. We are raised a certain way to either be the type to research our studies or to go off of just personal validation. I believe both should be important. 
the reason I think both are important is because I think it gives you more of an edge. You know, if you've experienced something, say meditating, and you had all these amazing, um, all these amazing things happen to you, these moments of satori's that I felt I've had a couple times where everything just hits you with the clarity unlike anything else and everything just falls away and it's just clear clear and at the same time no emotion towards it one way or the other it just it's clear but then I also believe that those things are amazing in and of themselves but it's also important to learn different techniques and research, say, meditation, since we're on that subject, and learn different ways in which you can enhance, then, your meditation or gain a respect by learning the history of it or what other people have used it for, etc., etc., because I think it gives you more of an edge and gives you more knowledge so that you can then take this beautiful experience that you've had and enhance it even more which is why I think researching is so important, but why I also think that hands-on experience is important too. I've researched lots of things that I find absolutely fascinating that I have respect for that just have not resonated with me. Pendulums do not resonate with me, period. I have no doubt that they work for some people beautifully. For me, they just don't. I don't feel um, confident in the answers that I'm given. I have a sunstone pendulum, and I love my pendulum. I find that it, for some reason, just isn't my thing. But then you get geomancy in front of me, and I fall in love with the intricacy, the math work, the the metaphysical part of it. All of it just totally, totally fits and flows, so to speak. So... I believe it's partly how we're raised, our personality, and how it is also enforced by our family and peers and loved ones to be enhanced and be confident with who we are, the ability to be that person fully without worrying about what other people feel one way or the other. I also feel that it's partly to do with our work ethic. You know, if you're willing to do the work and you really are truly passionate about something, you will do the research. But it's not just research. Like I said, it's hands-on approach. And sometimes you have to give away to just taking that leap of faith like the fool and really just giving it a shot and seeing what happens, even when it makes no sense. Even when in every sense of the three-dimensional world that it shouldn't happen, something beautiful comes out of it like a synchronicity that just keeps building over the years and for some reason you just know that knowing that this is in your heart real without any given reason for it other than personal experience and that in itself is good it's beautiful and amazing among all things but I think researching does give us another edge. I just wish that more people in the spiritual community weren't at such a critical base. So many people are becoming spiritual and it's almost like a high school mentality where 
they have to say, you know, this person's wrong and this person doesn't know what they're doing. And I've been known to do that too about people where I see them leading others who are new when they and themselves don't know jack shit. And it's, it's frustrating because I don't want to see people led in the wrong direction. I want to see people led in a direction that is right for them. And that's what's inspired this podcast is that whoever you follow, you don't need a guru because a true guru would never consider themselves one right away. The second they did, they would be missing the whole point and what a guru truly is. They point you in the right direction and just allow you to find that path on your own, that way of which was right for you to find it. But I don't like when people lead blindly who have a cockiness about them that think that their way is the only way, even though really in reality it doesn't mean it is. It could be for them, but it doesn't mean it's going to be for everyone else. Everyone, and I know a lot of people in the spiritual community, not one of us think fully 100% the same. And I'm okay with that. I love that, actually, because it gives me drive and passion and inspiration to learn more and to be more mindful and open-minded towards what other people believe and not be so critical. But it also makes me critical in my research and wanting to see if that would resonate for me personally, but not critical towards others who, who don't or do. That's their choice. That's their path. What does this path lead us to? Is it Satori moments of enlightenment? Is it to pure, unexpected love or, you know, appreciated love without any expectations? Is it towards knowledge or wisdom? Who really knows? Because... It doesn't really matter when we're on the trek. The whole idea is to enjoy the process. Enjoy the steps along the way. Not be striving for the end game, which is always there. But that's sort of like the whole manifesting talk. You know, you have your goal, the thing you want to reach. Even though I don't think any of us really truly understand what that is. I believe that it's the journey that is supposed to make life beautiful. I believe anyways for myself. Like I said, you don't have to. But I believe the joy of life isn't the outcome, it's the journey. And I think more people need to enjoy the journey. book a reading with me or learn more about me you can find me at ashpauls.com a-s-h-p-a-u-l-s dot com